Vox Quick Hits. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. I'm Constance Greedy, the book critic for Vox, and this is Ask a Book Critic. I give recommendations that will suit your mood, either how you're feeling right now or how you would like to be feeling instead. If you tell me what you want to read, I will find you a book. So let's get started. Hi, Constance. This is Melissa from North Carolina. I'm calling to get recommendations for a friend and myself. We like to read together. We get our books from the library, so not something totally new. We're looking for something that takes place in the summer and is kind of light and fun. She puts it as having a Wonder Years feel. Thanks for any recommendations. Have a great day. I have a few ideas for this. The first one I'm going to recommend is called We're All Adults Here by Emma Straub. So this is a book that's about a family coming together in a small village on the Hudson Valley. The children are all adults now. They've all sort of scattered to the four winds and they've become a little bit distant. But the mom has summoned everyone together. She wants to come out to her children as a lesbian. Um, It's this very, very nostalgic book, very... Nancy Myers y kind of feeling. The best way I can describe it is reading this book feels like you're in this small New England town and you solve murders and you're wearing like a fisherman's sweater, right? And walking down the beach doing your murder solving. And then after you finish up with that, you're going to go home and eat like some artisanal ice cream and you're going to read this book. That is what We're All Adults Here feels like. Um, And I think that's a great summer vibe to have. The second book I'm going to recommend is Summer Sisters by Judy Bloom. So, of course, Judy Bloom is most famous for her books for teenagers, like Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, or Forever. Uh, But Summer Sisters is one of her adult novels. What it's about is these two girls who are best friends when they're young teenagers, and they spend every summer vacationing together in this beach house, but then as they grow up and go to high school and then college and then graduate, they start to gradually grow apart, and they have this sort of interesting frenemies-rivals vibe going on. And it marries that Judy Bloom authenticity of knowing exactly what it feels like to be a teenager with this more new adult coming-of-age kind of story. The vibe of this book, I think, is a little bit less refined and Nancy Myers-y than Where All Adults Here is. I think because Judy Bloom is so interested in that adolescent authenticity and that sense of, like, awkwardness and your body feels weird and there are weird smells. So it's more like you're in kind of this slightly seedy beach house rental that your family would maybe get in the 90s. And there is a weird smell and maybe you just ate like a huge amount of fries and you're just waiting to go jump in the water again and the summer is all ahead of you. That is what it feels like to read Summer Sisters. So the last book I'm going to recommend to you is 
The Princess Bride by William Goldman. So unlike the other two books, The Princess Bride is a fantasy. Uh, But because so many of us grew up watching that 80s movie, reading the book can still feel really nostalgic and sort of give you that Wonder Years feeling that you're looking for. So if you maybe haven't seen the movie or maybe it's been a while since you've seen it, The Princess Bride is about this beautiful princess. She's engaged to be married to a prince who is secretly evil. And she thinks that her true love is dead, but actually he's a pirate. You mocked me once, never do it again. I died that day. You can die too for all I care. Oh. As you wish. Oh, my sweet Wesley. What have I done? Ow. There's true love and giants and sword fighting and rodents of unusual size um, and all kinds of good stuff. It's just, it's a very loving and affectionate pastiche of pulpy adventure novels. And if you've seen the movie, you know that there's a frame narrative in the movie of a grandfather reading the book to his grandson, young friend Savage. Is there any sports in it? Are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love. Miracles. Doesn't sound too bad. I'll try and stay awake. The frame the book sets up, I think, is actually better. It's presented to the reader as a genuine 18th century adventure novel. And then William Goldman explains to you that he's just abridging it down to just the good parts. And he's cutting out all the social satire. This completely got me when I was 13 years old and read it for the first time. I was very taken in by it and just like a little offended. But the more that you just let it wash over you, the more fun it is to read. It's just an absolute blast. So The Princess Bride was actually one of the Vox Book Club books last summer. And at the end of our month of reading it, we did a critics roundtable with Sangeeta Singh Kurtz, who is a senior writer at The Cut, and Soraya Nadia McDonald, who is a culture critic at The Undefeated and a Pulitzer Prize finalist. We talked a little bit about The Princess Bride and the frame narrative, and here is what we said. Um, I picked up the book for the first time, I think, in a used bookstore when I was about 13, and I read it in such a state of resentment because I completely bought into the frame narrative, and I believed that there was an unabridged Princess Bride out there, and I was like, why are you keeping it from me? I'm fully capable of reading this. Like, I want to know the boring parts because I'm a nerd. Um, And it wasn't until I was like maybe a third of the way through that it started to dawn on me that like, oh, he's trolling me. There is not an unabridged Princess Bride out there. So I want to talk a little about the the frame story. How did he react to it? And did he also get you a little bit? He got me a lot. Like up until one day ago, I totally fell for the abridgment. And I sort of sped through the book because I had this and I was like, it's fine. Like there's a long version out there. I'm gonna get it right after this. I'm gonna take my time and savor the whole thing. And then I started reading Buttercup's Baby in the back half and I'm like, okay, like, I kind of feel like I haven't heard of porn before. So I started looking that up and then I'm outing myself as an idiot right now, but. So many people have had this exact experience, I promise. 
I, the rug came right out from under me. I was like, oh my God, this guy really fully pulled this trick on me. I guess that's what he wanted. Here I am admitting it, but I completely fell for it. And I think it really added to the story too. The experience of reading it, certainly. Soraya, how about you? So I have to admit, I cheated. No. <laughs> I didn't realize that's what I was doing, you know, but I was like, oh, I'll just look it up, you know, to give myself some background. Um, before I start reading. Uh, and then I was like, oh, this man just like created this whole like meta world. And I regret not having that sort of experience of being taken in that way. And you know what, I think the movie came out in what, 1987 and he wrote this in, like 1973. And um, I'm like, man, you know, if I had just read this like before, you know, my, my sort of default mode is to just turn to the internet for everything <laughs> before I start anything. I, I too could have been, could have been taken in. He did keep up this pretense into the internet era because depending on what edition you read, um, there's the section where he tells you to write into his publishers to get his version of the Buttercup and Wesley reunion scene. And once they developed Princess Bride website, he told you to just enter your email address into that site and you would get it that way. But instead of getting the actual reunion scene, you get a series of letters from William Goldman explaining that it's all being held up in copyright lawsuits and he really apologizes. Uh, he just committed on so many levels to this book. Brilliant. It sort of reminds me a little bit of the magic that I felt like the first time I read from the mixed up files of Mrs. Basil E. Frank Wheeler, yes. like wanting to go to the museum and like follow the map and like do all the things that these children did and like, and hide and bathe in the fountain. Um, yeah, there's this wonderful, I mean, it's the way that he's managed to create this enormous frame um, for this fantasy story is is really admirable. <laughs> admirable. Um, so, so hats off to William Goldman for his imagination. Definitely. What I think of the pleasure of the book is like watching this little kid just get his knocked off by how fun like your story is, which is what it's sort of a celebration of. Grandpa, maybe you could come over and read it again to me tomorrow. As you wish. So that is that for this week. If you're looking for a book recommendation, you can email me. I'm at constance.grady at vox.com. Be sure to use the subject line, ask a book critic. And remember, the more specific you can be about the kind of books you want to read, the better. Have a great day. Read good books. Enjoy solving murders in your seaside village. And I will see you next time. <laughs>